Father of mine, tell me where have you been? You know I just closed my eyes, my whole world disappeared. Father of mine, take me back to the day. Yeah, when I was still your golden boy, back before you went away. Wow. This podcast gotta end it up. Well, first, welcome to From Daddy with Love. I uh, this could end up two ways. I just got out of court um, after a year long struggle with a fucking ticket, um, and I w- either would have fucking left in a piss off mood or I would have left hype, and I am hyped because it's finally over. It's finally over. I got this ticket back in July. Um, I'm gonna keep it real. I feel like if you listen to these podcasts, you're a real OG. I got a possession of marijuana ticket. And, like, yeah, in New York, it's not a big deal. It's the same thing as, like, a red light ticket. But still, you don't want that shit on your record because, like, people are, like, ignorant about that shit and, like, act like it's fucking heroin. It's ridiculous. So, um, today for the 420, because, um, I'm releasing this on Friday, aka 420. Kush, kush, holla, holla, get that green. Um, I am going to tell you about when I first started smoking weed and then my three, I know, yes, don't judge me, three UPM tickets, but they're all off my record, expunged. And how do I know that? Because if I had job back, um, jobs do background searches on me and they don't show up. So yes, um, well, I'm admitting them now, but I don't care. You know, I'm an entrepreneur and Sir Dutch's, um, LLC does not discriminate against weed. It's ridiculous. It's like, y'all cool if your employees are drunks, but y'all have issues about them smoking weed. And you want to know why? It's because there's like, our government has like a program started through Reagan called Drug Free USA. And basically like, they give um, tax breaks fucking to companies who drug test their employees under this program. It's ridiculous. It's like, but want well, to know it's so gauges and it's fucking PTAS and like cocaine's out of your system in two days and same with all other drugs. It's only weed that's in your system for longer. It's so fucked up. Don't even get me started. But yeah, so um, the first part, how do I get introduced to weed? Okay, so um, I was a good Christian boy until the summer going into 10th grade. That's when I started to be a bad boy. And um, in the summer, my friend, um, Ara Baby, um, I'm not going to say the real name, obviously, um, she started having parties during the summer when her parents were gone, and it was lit. We were getting poppin'. I was like, it was like she was in the grade above me and stuff. So I was like one of those kids who were like, I only hang out with the older kids. But anyway, so at one of these parties, we were getting bumpin', and my friend in my grade was like dating this guy in the grade above me, and she was like, Oh, we're gonna go out and smoke. You want to join? And I'm like, Oh my god, I can't look like a loser in front of all these cool kids. So yeah, peer pressure. I go outside, and what do they have? A ghetto-ass fucking tin can. And they turned into, like, a bougie bong. And I'm like, okay. So I take one hit, and, like, nothing really happened. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm lit. I'm faded. Hey. So I didn't do it again until um, the summer going into senior year when there was a party. And I did it, and, boy, did I get hella lit. But then my dumbass before a football game did it, and that's when I got real faded. Like, I was so high at this game, I barely remember it. It was so bad. Um, and it was crazy because, like, mad kids in my grade would go leave and go smoke weed real quick um, during, like, lunch or academic advisement or study hall. And I would let them in, and I was like, oh my god, these are so bad. And, like, one time I smoked before school, and it was so scary. I thought I was going to die. Luckily, I was in broadcast in the class that was, like, no fucks to the USA. So I literally just laid on the couch the whole time. It was so nice. Um, 
Yeah, if you wanted to go to class high, you had to make sure you had broadcast the next. But anyways, so yeah, and then like after that, I've been like an OG regular stoner. I think it's because like I have so much energy and it really helps like even it out. Because like I really like I ha- like if they could bottle my energy, it would sell so much. Um, I don't know. It's just crazy. I can't even sit and read a book without being high because I'm just like running around. I have insomnia, like literally. I used to be up all the time, just like sitting there reading Wikipedia, becoming a weirdo. That's how I know so much. Um, and then yeah, so my mom is like crazy about weed though. Like she could literally run the TSA. She will walk. She used to lock the front door and all the doors, so I would have to knock on it to get in, so she can immediately open it and sniff me, like, <laughs> like she's literally a, a weed sniffing dog. Um, oh my god, it's so terrifying. Um, but yeah, it's like a hoot and a holler, though. You know, it's like live a little lady. Let's have fun. You know, at least I'm not like a crackhead. I'm just doing me, minding my own, trying to build a multimedia orgasmic empire, and it's just like. Don't come at me about it, you know? There's, like... So, yeah, it's, like, over it. I'm, like, over it. She should be over it. Um, this is me. This is true. This is exactly who I'm supposed to be now. Okay. So, let's start... Oh, my God. There was one time at SU. Okay, so I smoked, like, this big-ass SU kids like, could afford these big-ass gravity bongs. Meanwhile, we would do it out of, like, buckets and, like, half of, like, a two-liter soda pop. Um, so they had this big ass one. I took a hit and oh my God, I thought I was dying. I literally thought I was dead. I, I thought my heart was racing so bad. I had to tell my friend. I was like, I feel my heart rate. She felt it and she's like, it's going normal. It's fine. I was like, no, it's not. I'm literally dying. Finally, it wore off. There was another time, the first time I smoked, um, my roommate at SU bought a, um, one of those vaporizers and it was like a a legit OG rigged one and we did it and like we're taking mad hits I'm like I don't feel it I don't feel it bam I literally was on the floor dead I could not move I slept on the floor I could not move my body I literally felt like I was trapped in my body and I was like please move your leg move your arm please move something and I just stood there because I couldn't I literally had no control of my body I was like trapped in a shell of my body it was terrifying but you know that's what makes it oh my god okay another fun weed story okay so I didn't smoke for like a hot minute when I moved to North Carolina just because like A, I didn't have the money to and B, like I didn't know any dealer down there and it's not like I'm gonna go on Craigslist. So I just did me for like a couple months and then finally um, my friend's sister was like, oh my God, I know a dealer in, um, where you were staying. And I was like, oh, okay, give me his number. So I got his number, I bought from him. First he had to rip me off and he was like, it's 90 a quarter. And I'm like, dude, Obviously, you don't know who I am. I'm Sir Duchess. Don't fuck with me. I don't pay anything like that. So after negotiating, um, I finally got it, and I smoked a blunt of it. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I didn't feel it at first. But then my um, aunt and uncle, literally, I'm pulling on the street. My aunt and uncle, I was staying at their beach house. If they're listening, hey. Um, and I, they were like, hey. Or uh, I pull into the driveway, and they were there. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Because, like, they obviously know I smoked, but... Um, I just felt really uncomfortable and like, oh my God, I was so fucking high. It was so terrifying. So literally I am trying to make walk up the stairs and I am literally feeling like there's weights on my body because I have not smoked in probably like, like three months. Like, so my tolerance was like at an all time low or is it high? I don't know. So finally I'm like, okay, like balls up. Let's get the fuck up. So I go upstairs like after crawling and I go into my and uncle are like, hey, we got um, steak for you. And I was like, holla, yay. And I'm like a really picky eater because like, 
my, my body like doesn't have an appetite. It's like bizarre. If you read my skinny shaman article, you know about it. But so I immediately go downstairs and get dressed and I'm like, okay, you can do this. So I go up, I try to act normal and I eat the whole steak and everything, literally everything, the bread, everything. I was so hungry. And then the night before I had pizza hot. So I had three slices left over. I sat there and I ate all three slices. And finally when I'm done, I look up and my aunt and my uncle literally are staring at me and they go, so you're baked? And it was like, wait, what? And they were like, you're high. And I was like, no. And they were like, you just ate so much. We've, that's more than you normally eat in a week. And finally, I was like, oh, my God, you guys are detectives. Yeah, I'm fucking ripped. Oh, my God, it was so funny, but also terrifying because, like, I was so high that my heart was racing and I probably could have had, like, a coronary attack or something. But, yeah, so let's get to the first weed decap. This one is so fucking annoying because it just shows how useless police can be. Can be. I, I support the boys in blue. I'm saying can be. So basically what happened was, um, me and my friends, it was, I was probably, yeah, I was a freshman in college and me and my friends are at the pilot gas station, like kind of right off the cuff of, um, like the suburban area and, um, downtown Syracuse. And like before that, I really wasn't a good blunt roller before they called me Sir Duchess. Um, that's why they call me Sir Duchess because like, um, I was at the party in the hood and, ooh, burpee. I was at a party in the hood, and these things called Dutch Masters is what I used to always smoke, but um, they're too pricey, and you have to gut the Dutches, and it's, like, polluting the world. So, um, team entourage now. But anyway, so uh, I was breaking it down, and I rolled a really good Dutch at this time, and the guy goes, damn, you like the Dutch Master. And then I was like, nah, I'm, like, classy, though. I'm, like, Sir Dutches. <laughs> and, like, yeah, so. Anyways, well, that sounded so fucking gay. I'm sorry. I, don't, like, don't know what. I'm just so hyped because court's over with. It's, like, literally been an, an ongoing struggle. Um, But like, uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We're on story one. So anyway, so we're at Pilot, and I roll a really good blunt, and it's me, my one friend driving, and my other two friends who were dating at the time in the back. And I rolled the blunt, I'm like, guys, look at this, I rolled such a good blunt, and they're like, yay, yay. So we leave the gas station, we take a right, going down the road, you're going over this bridge, and then there's a double set of lights, because there's like a factory, so there's one light, and then there's another light. So my friend goes to the other light, stops, but takes a right to go down Hiawatha Boulevard, and doesn't put on her fucking blinkers so we get pulled over and i'm like okay okay whatever so i'm thinking that it's just for that you know there's no way they're not gonna smell anything because we literally had exactly enough for a dodge we rolled exactly a dodge this is way before when people were doing math and figuring out buying quantity like larger way at a time but any you have to have anything under an ounce because anything over an ounce um is a above a upm criminal possession of marijuana if it's a upm it doesn't like it's just a ticket um but anywho so literally it's so stupid it's like there's so many poor schools in this like state in new york and why don't we just legalize it and tax it like move on already it's so ridiculous cuomo's a fucking idiot stop doing these goddamn studies if he really was a democrat like he acts like he is he would be already legalizing weed but instead he's a dumb bitch and he legalized it for medical reasons and makes it fucking hard to get it and it's mad pricey my aunt has to get it and she showed me the price and i go girl let me give you the number of my dealer on the south side he has prices literally half i'm not making you half of what these places were charging and i understand insurance is going to like cover some of it but still it's fucking ridiculous roadway highway robbery but anyway so immediately i see it's an undercover cop car one shows up okay and then there's another one behind him and i'm like holy fuck so instead of going on my friend's side 
they go in my side and they go get out and I go what and they go get out and show us, show us the weed and I'm like what they're like show up, get out and show us the weed and I'm like officer I don't know what officer you mean so like, I'm not a fucking idiot and I'm like oh my god this is gonna be so dramatic so I get out and he literally throws me against the car and my wallet was in the door handle so he grabs my wallet and going through and goes oh you go to SU I knew you were a Syracuse student what are you doing over here. I go, I live over here. Calm down, officer. Oh, my God. Easy like a Sunday morning. So I get out, and he's like, where's the weed? And originally, I wasn't going to tell him, but he was like, do you understand that we're going to get um, canines up in here? And I was like, okay, it's just like a, it's just a Dutch. They're going to take it, and we're going to move on, and we're all going to laugh about this. So I was like, okay. Oh, mind you, another undercover cop car. So it's three undercover cop cars show up for just little old me and a little old Dutch. So immediately I go, okay, it's in, it's in the um, side of the door. So he grabs it, throws me literally against the, um, the car again and goes, you're under arrest and literally handcuffs me. I'm like, what? I'm literally like shocked. I am flabbergasted. Mind you, at this time there was like a missing girl and there was like mad drive-bys and there's like unsolved murders in the city. But the city of Syracuse police found it way more important to have three other officers come after me. Me, Emmy, like I'm flabbergasted. I find it really cute that people are obsessed with me like that. But seriously, people, chill out. Oh my God, go find something else to do. So I roll my eyes at it. So literally, I'm just like, okay, there's no way it's going to be this serious. So he goes, get into the car. Mind you, like my friends are like, my one friend who was driving was like, yo, it's mine officer, mine officer. But I'm like, wait, no, you got into a fight at the mall a couple months ago. You're on probation. Like, Girl, stop speaking. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And so my other friend were like, I don't know. I don't know why. I, I don't know why I got the one like left with it. Now I'm thinking about it. It's like kind of fucked up. Um, no, it's not. It's not fucked up. Um, because it's like another one was a girl and like the other kid has been in trouble before. It's like, fuck it. Like they all were like, Matt, you're white. You can figure it out. So, which is true. I did figure it out. So I'm in the car, I'm in the officer's car, oh, mind you, before I get into the officer's car, I'm literally handcuffed in this mad car driving by. This one car, people drive by and they go, yo, boy, what you do? I go, one Dutch. They go, what? I go, I am under arrest for one Dutch. I go, literally a point seven. They go, I hope it was some of that exotics. I go, girl, you know it's only that exotics. Like, what the fuck? Mind you, on the ticket, they said that it was dro, cost $10. No, we paid 20 a G for that shit. Don't ever come at us. Like, don't ever insult, like, insult us again about that one. So I'm in the cop's car, and he's like, so, um, you go to shoot? And I'm like, yeah, and he goes, so you probably know some um, dealers. And I'm like, um, at the time, I was like, no, I don't get it from issue. Like, I have a hometown dealer. What? Um, buy locally. Come on. So he was like, okay, um, he was like, so you probably, I was like, weed dealers? Like, and he goes, nah, coke. I go, dude, I don't know, like, what you think I am. I don't do coke. I'm a classy white boy. I'm not a part of that life. And he's like, oh, well, if you find a coke dealer, I could definitely, like, take care of this. Like, I know the DA. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, is that serious? The DA is going to take care of this case. Fitzpatrick's going to take care of a weed case. Grow up. So I was like, okay, so like I was like literally young and naive and I was panicking. So I was like, I can probably find someone. So literally I was like, write down my um, number. I, he was like, he wrote down his name and number on the back of the card. And I was on the back of the ticket, mind you. So it printed out a ticket. So I'm like, oh my God. Okay. So I got the ticket. He uncuffs me. We get out. We're like freaking out. And then immediately we hit my dealer up and we roll up again because we were so terrified. It was like, I had like mad, like anxiety. I was like, yeah, I'm not thrown for this one guys. Um, so I'm like talking to like my friend's mom, trying to figure out what to do. 
and like we're all like panicking and then finally i'm like well let me at least look up lawyers so i can talk to someone at least get some advice because i was like i get financial aid like not a lot like a little bit because like but still like that will literally data taken away like they're fucking crazy about it they literally and i swear to god they do it because like they know like cool people and like people of color smoke weed and like only corny white people don't so that's why they're trying to take all the money but so I'm like, okay, whatever. So I look online and I see SU, I search Syracuse, because um, it's downtown Syracuse law. And immediately what comes up is SU legal aid. And I'm like, wait, what's this? I click on it. And I discover the Holy Grail for their proof God loves me. SU literally has a free lawyer, a public defender. Well, it's not a public defender. He's like a legit lawyer, but he um, has a law office at SU and SU pays him and shit. And this guy literally defended me. It was so dope. So, like, I got an appointment. I went there. He was mad nice, mad cool. I went to court. The kid in front of me, this black kid, had no lawyer, mind you. And he basically got the books thrown at him. It was very tragic. And then I go up, and he goes, oh, you go to school? I go, yes, you're on a Syracuse University. I'm just trying to get a degree and help the world. And he's like, oh, wow, that's great. Okay, be good for six months, and it's off your record. I'm like, oh, wow, thank you, officer. Means well. And I left. It was free, too. I paid nothing. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Like, oh, my God. It was dope. But it's, like, scary because, like, that's what really taught me about the legal system. It's, like, people say it's, like, set up against, like, people of color, black people, poor people. And, like, they're not trying to say all judges, all that stuff are. But literally, what they're trying to say is if you can't afford a lawyer, you're basically screwed. Like, think about it. You get a speeding ticket and you can't afford a lawyer, you get that on your license, you get those points. If you can afford a lawyer, you get a release to muffler violation. Like, come on. And that lawyer at SU got literally three of my speeding tickets reduced. And then finally, I didn't, because I didn't learn my lesson until I had to start paying for this shit. That's when you start learning your lesson. But, um, yeah, it was, like, really dope. It was for free, and, like, that's one of the perks of going to SU. But now there's, like, drama going on with it because um, it's separate from SU. Like, they get funded from the student the student fee. Like, there's, like, a fee when you go to SU to pay, like, it goes towards doing shit. I don't even fucking know. But um, now it sounds like, I, if I understood it right, that SU wants to merge it with SU so it's under SU. But, like, that's fucked because, like, you can go to this lawyer for anything, um, how like um landlord issues civil issues lawsuits against that shoe like you can go for any advice and it's just like you know what i mean it's like you don't want SU to know you got a fucking weed ticket nosy asses SU, hop off that shit you have better things to worry about like how you're about to lose all your residential housing because everyone's going to be moving into these new ones have you if you drove around SU, that should be that's gonna be an article one day Go around SU real quick. There are these new residential houses popping up, and they're huge, like these complex. They're not, they're not just normal, like, apartments. They're residential centers, like, with a park, like, with groceries, pools, courtyards, bonfire pits. It's a, it's a fucking mon- monstrosity. Oh, my God. I drove there the other day, and I could not believe how big these places are and how, like, everywhere they are. It's crazy. But another day, another story. Okay, I'm going to take a quick break, and we're going to go to the second story, my second weed story. I know. You guys are like, what the fuck, Matt? I know. I know. Okay, so we're back. My second weed ticket was um, in North Carolina, and I literally just had to... um, it was miserable. I got, like, three tickets in a row. Bad luck comes in three, literally. First, I went to go visit my friend in West Virginia, and I got a speeding ticket there, FML. 
And then I got um, another fucking speeding ticket, but ready for this? It was coming because I had North Carolina, um, New York license plate and I was down below the Mason Dixon line because of Dixie. Um, Yankees in Georgia! If you read my gun with the window, Nicole, you would get it. <laughs> um, but I fucking literally was driving home from work when I was living down on the beach. And I drove past the cop station, and I literally was going 40 and a 30, like, probably, like, 38, 37, I don't know. And I get pulled over, and the officer goes, you know what you're going? I go, no, but I was going to speed limit. And he goes, no, you weren't. I go, what was I going then? And he was like, I don't know. I didn't have my radar on, but I know you were speeding. And I'm like, really? We're going to do this? Really? Are we bored? So I thought it was a joke. No, I literally got a speeding ticket that said... I think he was speeding. I, I I am not even joking around with you guys. I wanted to throw up. I was about to th- freak out. I had to get a lawyer for it. That cost like $300 to take care of a speeding ticket. That said, I think he was speeding. How do you prove I think he was speeding? I don't get that. He goes, the other cars around him are going slower. What? I, I, I am just flabbergasted. Like, I'm so done with these cops. Like, so I had to take care of that. And then, ready for this? So... It was a nice weekend day. It was sunny out. The sun was out. It was warm out. I was loving it. And I was, I went to the store and I was going to go get my Dutchess and then um, go to the house, smoke on the porch, read my book, um, just enjoy it. Enjoy my coffee. I loved it. It was like, I could see the beach. It was so pretty. It was, oh my God, I miss living on the beach. RIP living on the beach. But so um, I literally was like, wow, I go outside and I'm like, it's so nice out. Like... I don't know why, but I'm, like, really craving, like, a Dutch cruise. I know it sounds stupid, but it's, like, when you, like, drive a- When you drive around down and you're smoking that wind. Dutch cruise, and then that's what you do when you do- <coughs> So, yeah, I was, like, I know it sounds stupid, but I was, like, okay, whatever, so- I literally get into, I go to the gas station, I get a Dodge, I roll up, and I'm, like, driving around the beach, because it's, like, dead at this time, there's no one down there, it's, it's perfect, like, because it's, like, the fall time there, so there's, like, no tourists, and a lot of the people who live on the beach are tourists, so it's, like, really, like, it's just a nice, I like to drive, like, literally towards the sand, and just, like, look at it, and then on my way back, I was literally listening to Black Beatles in the city, and, like, I jammed it, and I blasted it. And, like, yeah, I was finishing up a clip, but I was about to pull into the neighborhood. I mean, I was about to pull into the street. And literally, oh, my God, I started jamming hardcore. Like, I was like, Black Beatles in the city. And I'm literally, I look behind me, I see sirens. I'm like, oh, my fucking God, it's the Carolina Beach Police. FML, FML. I literally, like, hide the clip in the fucking McDonald's bag. I, like, go to hide my weed. Yeah, I was like, fuck, I had my weed. I was like, why didn't I leave it at home? I'm so stupid. I was so dumb. So... Literally, I go to, um, the cop comes up to me and he's like, oh my God, I I smelt your car from a mile away. And I'm like, really, officer? Really? And he was like, so, um, you got to get out. And I'm like, why? And he goes, it smells like weed. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. And he's like, yeah, it does. And he literally opened my door because my windows were down. I'm not even exaggerating this. And uh, I forgot that my friend, when I lived in Philadelphia, left their bowl um, in my glove thing. And it's just always sat there or whatever. And um, my cup holder, I mean. And literally, he fucking grabs it and goes, okay, get out. So he searched my whole car and fucking found it. And I was literally handcuffed. It was terrifying. And then I just got a weed ticket. 
And it was literally like a joke. Like it was basically um, one of those things where you get a lawyer and it's gone. So um, yeah, how much do you think that lawyer costs? Any guesses? $850. I'm not even kidding. I wanted to throw up. And that was just because I had to get it off my record and everything. Like, oh my God, white privilege is so hard. It's so annoying. Like white privilege is pricey. People need to understand that. No, I'm kidding. It sounds so fucked up. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, I had to pay that off. And luckily the lawyer was mad dope and let me do installments. Like it was um, layaway or some shit. So that was that ticket that was taken care of. Um, it was miserable. I'm not even kidding you. I literally wanted to cry when I got that because I just had to pay it off. And when I told my aunt and my uncle, they were literally going to like whip my ass. I was just waiting for like the belt to come out. Um, but then they were like, ha ha ha, you're always going to be poor. And I'm like, shut up. And they're like, no. And then I was like, wait, yeah, I have to start wisening up. And like, I feel like I've been wisening up. And then you hear about part three. Okay, this is my final one. I'm, t- I'm sorry. Like, I'm going to be good now. Like... But honestly, I was in a bad, a rough time, like a rough period when this happened. So hopefully my mom and my dad aren't listening to this. Um, whatever. They're all taken care of. So hop it off. Look it up in the system. If it's not there, it didn't happen. That's my belief. Um, like, I mean, it's like, you got a speeding ticket. I'm like, no, I didn't. I just have a really bad muffler. Anyway, so I went on a wine tour and um, I got trashed, like hardcore trash. I got us kicked out of the wine tour. The, literally the winery. Excuse me, because I jumped into a bullpen. And then we go to the other winery to because it was like a list of wineries we're going to. And they go, we got a call from the winery you're just at saying that you guys are bad and disruptive and that we can't like we shouldn't let you in. So my friends were so pissed off at me. We literally were only able to go to three out of seven wineries. I think I think we only went to two, to be honest. Oh, my God, they were going to shoot me. But whatever. They saved money. You guys are welcome. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop being bad for a hot man. So like for two weeks, I just didn't drink. I didn't smoke. I didn't do anything. And then finally, one night, I was like, it was a Friday night, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a good boy. So uh, I'm going to be a bad boy. And I chilled with my friend. We just got baked. We watched movies. We got pizza. It was just like a good time. And then, um, mind you, I didn't drink or anything because drinking and driving is bad. Um, So, and you're probably like, well, you were stoned. But I'm like, I waited for a bit, so... And also, it's, like, grow up. It's, like, not like that. Like, if you keep your minds wide open, nothing will happen. But, um, so, anyway, so, I'm on my way home, and my friend, like, gave me, like, a clip. And I had it in my car. And, like, that shit, like, reeks. Like, clips, like, reek. So, immediately, I get pulled over, and the cop was, like, I mean, sorry, no, let me rephrase that. Yeah, so I had a clip in my car, and that shit reeks. And... I'm driving back, and I used to have this thing from Progressive where if I, like, um, that snapshot thing where it lowers your interest rate if you drive good. So, um, I had it in my car, and, like, I didn't want to slam my brakes, and I'm pulling into my neighborhood, and I thought I was going to make the yellow light, but it turned red right when I was underneath it. And, of course, the cop immediately pulls me over, and he's like, get out, you're drunk. And I'm like, no, I'm not, officer. Like, what? You can buy me a drink, though. And so, literally, he told me to get out of the car, and I got out of the car, and... He made me do a sobriety test, and I was like, dude, I told you I'm not drunk. And he's like, okay, well, I smell weed. And he searched my whole entire car and then finally small, found, like, the smallest bag of weed known to man. So I got a UPM ticket, but to make it even better, um, so I got a UPM and a red light ticket. But to make it even better, the officer came to my house after to get more information from me, um, to ask, like, where I worked, um, like literally weird questions it was so bizarre i thought for a second it was a credit card scam and of course my parents knew um that i got the red light ticket only 
Um, but the first, the second ticket though, they definitely found out about because I had to do community service for it, and I did it up here at my friend's mom's church, and it was lit. But like, um, they sent my community service letter in the mail, and conveniently it was open, and my mom like was bringing up like me getting a weed ticket, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And she's like, "I found that thing," and I go, "Oh no, that was inviting me to go to their Easter mass," and she goes, "Oh really?" And then I go upstairs, and it was open, and I'm like, "This bitch," but we never really talked about it. But she'd make comments. But, so, the second, um, but, <clears throat> so, yeah, this officer literally gave me the two tickets, and I'm like, okay, like, what the fuck? So, I was like, I had mad friends who've gotten weed tickets, and they just, it's not, like, a big deal here anymore. Like, it's just, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, they get, um, dismissed, aka ACD, if you're good, for, like, six months to, or a year, depends on what the judge says. They go away completely. But, um, so, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to court, see how it is, um, and then... If it's bad, I'll get a lawyer. So immediately I go to court, and I it's this older judge. And he's really nice, but he's literally by the books. And I'm not kidding you, he's immediately, like, weed tickets, like, you don't have a lawyer giving you straight the full, like, ticket, like, charging you with possession. And it's, like, it's, it's, that's, like, a misdemeanor, but it's still, you don't want that on your record. Like, what the hell? So uh, I was like, oh, my God. So I go in front of the judge. And mind you, when I go to court, I sit in the second row. So I'm not too close. But so the judge can see me. And I always have a book because you can't use your phone. And they see who uses their phone. So I sit there. I read. I laugh at the judge's joke. So I go to the first court date. And literally, mind you, this is back in July. So the first court date was in August. I go to the first court date. And he was like, do you have a lawyer? I go, not yet. And he was like, okay, how about I give you a public defender? I'm like, oh, my God, thank you, Your Honor. And he's like, yeah, this guy's really great. He's the former judge um, here. And I'm like, oh, wow, amazing. So I had him, um, I got a adjourned for two weeks. I go to meet the public defender, mad nice, mad cool. We bonded. And I told him how I wrote a letter to the DA to get my red light ticket dismissed to a parking violation. And he was like, oh my God, okay, well, we'll see what happens with that. And when we did that, it got reduced to a, mis um, a muffler violation. So I already had that one taken care of. It was just a possession ticket that he had to take care of. But he was like, oh no, I'll take care of both to make sure you get the best ticket outcome. And I was like, okay. So I go to the first court date. My lawyer couldn't make it. I didn't know. I go to the second one. Got postponed. They literally, it got postponed all the way up until now. This is finally when it's been taken care of. For a minute, I think everyone forgot about it. Like, it was been adjourned so many times. It was fucking ridiculous. It was going to be dropped completely. And then they found out about the ticket down in the South, which is crazy because they found out about it months later. And I'm like, why didn't you find out about this earlier? Like, did someone tell me? Is there like a spy? Is someone out to get me? I'm like convinced someone called the court and told them about it. But also, it's like, I paid my dues. Literally, $850. I paid my dues. Leave me alone. That's like in the past. But, um, so literally, finally, I'm like, okay, this needs taken care of. I go today, and yeah, it's been dropped. If, um, I just gotta be good, and for six months, and then it's off my record completely. And, again, in case you're wondering, no, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah, when I've had job, um, job searches for me, the one I got freshman year didn't show up. So, grow up. Stop trying to come at me. But I really do respect the justice system because, like, the like the public defender system is mad cool. Like, I, I've sat in so many court cases. I've finished so many books. But I listen and pay attention. And multiple people are, like, the judge gives public defenders out. And it's not just, like, shit, the defenders, like, you see on TV, crap people. Like, they're actually, like, good people, like, good defenders lawyers and it's like the lawyers that you pay top dollars on but they're just doing um public i don't know if they have to do it or if they just do it to be nice or if there's like something to be in like some committee that you have to do it i don't know but i respect them because they've helped me out of a pickle 
um, this time and also the last year legal aid one. But I kind of paid for that if you think about it because I paid it with my student fees. But yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's like I people want weed to be legalized, but you have to understand it's a business. Like when I first got the weed ticket and I called around, literally they said, I talked to this guy and he's like, yeah, we just added UPMs to our website because that's all we do is now is literally UPMs. It's like a huge business. And it's only like $200 to get a lawyer, but still it's nice that I got a public defender to take care of it. Um, I really respect him and he's such a nice guy. Um, I would say his name on here, but I don't know if he would get like pissed off about that because it would be like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, it's like people need to understand that weed is literally, it's, it funds a business. It funds the cops giving out the tickets for it. You go into court, it funds the lawyers who have to defend you. It, they're able to get that weed for money and the drug dealers money. Like that's how, um, the DEA actually is funded is literally by money. They seize like, oh my God, it's crazy. And it's like the pharmaceutical companies don't want it because they realize that if we have a headache or an upset stomach or diarrhea or anything, if you have a hangover, you smoke weed, it goes away immediately. You have a headache, you smoke weed. It goes away immediately. Aches, pain, sores. And it's like when I was out in California, it literally was crazy that like you would go them and you would just tell describe them what the type of high you're trying to get. Like, oh, I want to relax. I want to be creative. I want to lay down. I have a sore on my back. And they would prescribe you that weed like that. And it's like just crazy because they test the weed. They test everything out there. And that's what terrifies me out here is it's like our the, the New York State knows that people are going to smoke weed. They know that people smoke weed. And the fact that you're still allowing it to just have like be in the black market, basically, when they could literally legalize it here, tax it, make a shitload of money like Colorado, California, Las Vegas or Washington, all those states are. They're making bread and they're able to give that money back into schools, fun stuff. And it's just they're being stupid. And the reason why is because the pharmaceutical companies don't want it. And the paper companies don't want it because hemp can literally make paper. We don't need to cut down trees anymore. It can make clothes. And also the alcohol company doesn't want it because in these countries, I mean, in these states where the weed's legalized, DWIs are going down because more people are smoking weed. I'm telling you, it's like. And also it makes people happier. I'm not even kidding you. I've never met like an asshole stoner. I feel like everyone's just more mellow, more relaxed. And I'm sorry, but stop saying people who smoke weed are stupid because I smoked with a lot of smart people and a lot of parents, people that you wouldn't even suspect smoke weed, parents, adults, like don't judge just because you're a stuck up bitch. Cause you want to know what you probably have a drinking problem or your husband has a drinking problem or someone else in your family does have a drinking problem. So stop judging people who smoke weed motherfuckers because we're judging you too. Or you're probably into some kinky weird shit, like bondage or like getting your nipples twisted. I don't know. But I don't know. It's going to be interesting when they finally legalize it because all the money, it's going to be insane. Like, finally, our city schools can maybe have um, money to buy stuff. I don't know. To be fixed up, to take care of the nastiness, to actually give them air conditioning. I don't know. I know that's asking for a lot, but I think that's another reason why they don't want it is because if you think about it, like these weed tickets... People who get them who can't afford lawyers, if they have a lot, they're getting felonies and shit. Then they can't vote. But in New York, Cuomo, which is interesting, Cuomo just allowed um, parolees to vote for the first time. And it's like, are you doing that to be nice? Or are you doing that because Cynthia Nixon is going to defeat your ass? Because people are over Cuomo. I'm sorry. He's a fucking homo. I am over him. He's so annoying, obnoxious, spends money on the dumbest shit. He acts like he's doing all these great things, but really he wants to give his development cronies and friends deals like core. Look at them being investigated. I don't trust any of these fucking... Anyone who's a career politician, I don't trust. You should be in there for four, 
six years. Get the fuck out after that. Stop being in there for life. It is, you're not doing anything. You're doing nothing. And you're like, well, why don't you vote these people out? Because most of the time, no one runs against them. It's so hard. Oh, my God. It's just unreal. But I'm excited my tickets are taken care of, guys. Yay. I don't have, like, a black cloud over me anymore. And anyone listening to this who knows me, if you tell my parents about it, I'm going to know who it is. So watch your back. And also, they shouldn't care anymore because, again, if it's not on my record, it didn't happen. (laughs) Thank you, guys, for tuning in. Um, go to SirDutchess.com for my latest articles. I did a lot this week. I talk about how to make yourself, um, if you're really fucked up in the bar, survive again by basically making yourself throw up. I review Gone with the Wind. Um, it was actually really good. I loved it. But am I racist for loving it? I talk about Myrtle Beach, this pedophile, cannibalistic freak there. Very creepy. And he's out on bail, roaming the street with no GPS tracker. And then today's article, um, well... I mean, in Thursdays, because I recorded this on Thursdays, obviously, was about the SU frat, um, Theta Thou, in their racist video, and how it's racist, but also really fucking gay, and how frats are just really gay. I'm sorry. That hazing stuff is just an excuse for other dudes to see other dudes do gay shit under the pretext of, nah, it's not gay, it's hazing. Childish. Um, and on Friday, I might do an article or not. Depends on how I wake up and how I'm feeling. But thanks, guys, for tuning in. You're the real OGs. You mean a lot to me. XOXO Gossip Girl. I love you all. Um, Any suggestions for podcast topics or article topics, go to the Ask Daddy feature and right below. Um, Daddy loves to hear feedback, and I love interesting stories. Give me something fun to talk about. Like, I love unique stories the news are not talking about. But thank you, guys, and until next week.